Welcome to Four Speed Ahead. I'm Craig Fuller. Here at the Small Fleet Owner Operator Summit, Kendra Tucker and I are going to dive into what the experiences are right now in the trucking market and her experience as CEO of TruckStop. Kendra, it's been a couple of years uh, since you have taken the role as CEO of TruckStop, obviously a storied name in the logistics industry, but you came in really when COVID was starting to peak and really accelerate. Now you're seeing the opposite side of the market. What is this experience like? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think one, one, uh, uh, one way to one describe, way to describe it, would be, it would be, it is certainly, it is certainly dynamic. dynamic. I think many a day here, here it's, uh, uh, it is uh, exciting. Here's some here's reference, some reference points, points about this about time, time last year. Last year um, um, I was looking, I was looking at, at uh, factored, factored invoices. invoices. So, you know, we've got a factoring, factoring this here. This here, truck stop. So I paid close attention to the rate of those invoices. And last year around this time, those invoices were about $1,700. And now, and now they, they are, are lucky to be above $1,300. So they're somewhere, somewhere in the like, like 1330 or so. So, so when you think about the dynamics that are impacting the change in those rates, a lot has taken place over the past 18 months. When I joined Truck Stop, we were hitting historic highs of new carriers entering industry. And it was all we could do to respond to, you know, to, to the demands, demands and the needs, needs of, of them truckers, truckers in particular, they, they were setting up their businesses. And now it's, and now it's, it's, it's a, bit a, a bit of the opposite. So now the now the conversations we're having, having with our customers, customers around are, are, the, are around, around how, are, how, are, uh, how can they be, they be more profitable? What are some of the tactics and tricks that they're seeing for some of that that are in the industry? How they use our services to help them together with the most profitable loads or runs for them. So just the nature of the conversation is really Materially, materially different. different. It isn't quite, quite the right. When was the pivot moment when it became obvious for you guys and really obvious more for the carrier base that things had changed, that this was not a short-term, uh, just really sort of short dip, sort of a temporary pause and an upcycle, but really a change in the dynamics of the industry. When was that Obvious for you guys, yeah, yeah. Like you, like you, up, we, up, we keep pretty keep close, pretty close to on it. Something that we really started paying attention to, and I, I, late Q1 last year, but I really started to see the numbers about May to June last year, and then we saw it really become more sustained. Was in volume and rate drops that happened in the fourth quarter. One of the one of the other metrics that we keep tabs on is what's happening in terms of new carriers. Carrier authority entering, entering the industry, industry alongside, alongside carrier, carrier authority exiting, exiting the, industry. the industry, and, and it, was it was basically net, basically net zero, zero for, for most, of most of the summer. summer. And then that and that turned net, net negative by the time we got, time we got into, into the fourth, fourth quarter, and has been has pretty, pretty consistent since then. So the amount so of the amount of capacity leaving the industry is something that we were paying attention to, and that is still on a net basis the case. So, Kendra, is that accelerating? Are we seeing the numbers accelerate in terms of? revocations or is it flattening out or what are you guys seeing right now at this point? I would say, I would you, say know, you know, I need to go back, go back and, and take a look at it for March. March. One of the things, of the things really that was really curious was, was uh, the, uh, number the number of new entrants actually, actually ticked, ticked up, up in February. It's really, it's really interesting, interesting after several, after several months, months of sustaining, of sustaining um, um, uh, just lower just numbers. numbers. They, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that, they were that they were back to normalized levels. They're still pretty consistently high. So that's one of the things that we see is, you know, it used to be around 3,000 carriers that would 
enter, enter the industry, the industry on, a on a monthly basis, basis and it's still and somewhere, it's still in, the somewhere 5, in the five thousand to six thousand range. range. So I would say, so I would say it's, it's hovering, hovering around, around there. It hasn't, it hasn't dropped, dropped more, significantly, more significantly, but yeah, but pretty, yeah regularly, pretty regularly. Five to six thousand carriers, new carriers coming in on a monthly basis. Now, in terms of you know, 2019 was the last recent freight recession, the significant. We had a downturn during the COVID cycle, but we're going to sort of look at that as an anomaly in the calendar. Uh, but when you think about 2019, it was described as a bloodbath. It was a pretty uh, difficult time for a lot of carriers. In terms of what you're hearing carriers talk about or your brokerage customers, how did they relate this downturn to some of the ones that have happened in the past? Yeah, yeah. They, 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 I'm sure you hear the same thing as well. As well. Across, across, across the board, board I hear, I hear uh, our customers, customers describe, it describe it as being a more, more painful, painful downturn, downturn than, previous. than previous. I wouldn't go I wouldn't so, far go so far as to say that we've that seen a bloodbath, though. What we've observed is on the carrier side, businesses seem currently more prepared to weather the change, right? Um, um, the, 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 the uh, tick, tick uh, downward. downward. Um, I think what, I think what we, hear we hear from the broker side of the business is that, is that um, the, whole the whole of 2023 being, being a tough year. year. Um, um, and I think, and I think we see that to be true. On the carrier side of the that we interact with a lot of carriers that do operate in the spot market. And I think there's optimism that spot market rates will start to tick up at some point during the second half of the year. Not to get back to 2021 or levels, but, but, you know, it's you know, at least, at least, at least stopped the downward slide that we've seen for the past, the past few months. One thing that I've found throughout the years is the truckers that have been in this industry for many, many years do have optimism. It's what keeps them going during the down cycles. And that's what they sort of lean into. But what's also interesting is on the up cycle, they're also, they know if they've had a number of years in it, they know that that's not going to last inevitably. So the market is a pendulum and it is swinging. And unfortunately, it's uh, we're on the downside of that uh, for a lot of the carriers in the industry. What is the advice today that your that your team is giving these carriers in terms of how do they really uh, survive, or or more importantly, how do they thrive uh, over the next couple of months? And prepare themselves for that upcycle that may come. Yeah, yeah. I've had, I've the, had the opportunity, opportunity to, spend, to spend time, time, time with, with a few of our customers, customers actually, actually riding, riding alongside, alongside them, them the passenger passengers, which gives, which gives me, honestly, honestly like, a, like a, 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 front, a, front, a, literally, literally, a front row, front row view, view as to as how, how, how our, uh, our how our customers think. think. And I picked up a couple of things just two weeks ago in a cab with a top driver for Mercer. And she was telling me that one of the things that she's done the down. The cycle, cycle to remain, to remain profitable, profitable is, is she has, she has changed, changed how she does, how she does from tra- planning, planning, which is which something, something that, that the our carrier customers are uh, using, uh, using our, our platform, platform to do as well. To do as well. So, so she, she really, really likes a long, long haul. Like she, goes like she goes from Greenville, Greenville North, Carolina, North Carolina to, to Ontario, Ontario, California. California. Um, and, um, and instead, instead of, of finding, finding one, one load, load that will take her, take her the whole way, she's found that she's, found she's, more, she's more profitable. She can, she can earn more if she if now connects connect shorter, shorter calls, calls, especially shorter calls, shorter calls that might have multiple stops along the way. way. So that was, so that was uh, one, of the uh, one of the insights from her that we see also, also then corroborated in usage data from our own customers. There's also then vigilance about rates in particular is, I think, one thing that 
our customers, our customers can do, can do to, to, or, or just any, just any trucker, can trucker can do in order to, in order to maintain, maintain their, profitability. their profitability. So I had, so the, I had the chance to start another, another uh, one, of our, uh, one of our power, power users, users um, who, was who was telling me uh, how he thinks about profitability is every single load he takes, he makes sure that he's not just covering fuel and tolls and other expenses, but that there's always a portion of that rate per mile that pays him as well. As well, so he said so he's, he's been doing that for, for 30, 30 years. years, and he said, and he one, said of the one of the things that newer, newer um, um, owner operators forget, forget to do is is hate themselves. Hate themselves. Um, and it, that and was, it was really insightful. insightful. You know, he, you said, know, he said, if I'm going to be an owner, be an owner operator, operator, I need to make sure that I can be as profitable as I can be. Otherwise, I should just work for a larger, larger trucking company. And it has helped him be as well. Really, really successful. Yeah, the good business sense, just street smarts. Some of it, you know, some drivers have it when they enter the industry, others earn it. But one of the things that Notorious Trucking is notorious for is the turnover of new entrants coming in and coming out. I'm curious, if you look at the data that you guys have in terms of participants in your marketplace, specifically on the carrier side, how many of those new entrants that joined in 2021 and 22 sort of take advantage of the market um, have turned out? Are we seeing a greater pr- predominance of those revocations of those new carriers? Or is it really across the board and really hard to identify where that's taking place? Oh, we have oh, done, we have done quite, quite a bit of analysis, analysis, analysis on this. And I think, I think it, was it was a little surprising, surprising to me, to me that, it's that it's across the board. The board. It is not, it is not specific, specific to the new, the new carriers. carriers. I actually, actually entered, entered the analysis thinking, thinking almost with the company we should buy that it was going to be new carriers and across the board, regardless of tenure. So even if you might have been, if your authority's been active for 10 years or more, you still you still see, see a higher, a higher percentage of those carriers deciding things and market the market. Now here, now here's the thing, here's the thing that, that we keep in mind is just because just because it looks like like an exit, exit of the market, of the market. It's, not, it's not actually an exit, an exit necessarily. necessarily. You know, you know, some of some them, them may be going, going to drive, to drive for, for a company, a company like, like Mercer. Mercer. Uh, an example, uh, some uh, park car rigs for four months or until rates and and dip into construction and we see right across the industry. So. There's, there's, um, um, I think what's, I think what's unique, unique about, about, uh, transportation, transportation about, about carriers, carriers is that, is that it's, uh, it's, it's more like a more like a revolving door. door. It's like, it's we'll, like see we'll see you soon. It's it more, more the takeaway, take I think, I think from, from, from the data. From the data. Yeah. And the ca- capacity doesn't necessarily leave the market. You know, it's interesting when you look at the, particularly the larger at public truckload carriers talk a lot about, you know, a lot of the small guys can go out of business, but they don't talk a lot about the recycling of capacity, like you mentioned, where they may join a larger carrier or those trucks, you know, that driver may leave the industry, but those trucks still remain. And some new carriers, you mentioned, new entrants pick it up. So it's hard to know, but we've seen so much growth over the past couple of years. It's really hard to know how long the downturn or the oversupply of capacity will be. It's going to be something really interesting to watch. You guys have a front row seat. Uh, because you really serve the market that is most impacted by this uh, by, by the current market conditions. I am curious, when you looked at those revocations or you look at some of your own data, do you see a difference between scale? Does scale help companies uh, sort of weather the storm? Or is it really in terms of what you're seeing in terms of the uh, carriers that are struggling? Is it really just all over the board where everybody's sort of uh, some of them got lucky. Some of them were smart and better prepared. 
And then some of them just got on the wrong side of the economy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's across it's the, across the board, board, right? Right. So, uh, so uh, I mean, just by nature, just by nature of, how of how the market is designed, the fact that that five percent percent of trucking companies are single truck truck owner operator wrong businesses, you obviously see preponderance of those businesses changing their status in some way, shape, or form. But at the same time, anecdotally, in talking to our customers, those those that have had you know you know. Drivers, drivers that work for them, so that are out of single track into, into the, the small, small category. category. Even there, even there, I think, I think volatility is, is present. present. I think, I think, particularly drivers, drivers try to decide, try to decide if we want to stay, stay in transportation, transportation or, not. or not. I think there's, I think there's been, been uh, uh, there seems there seems to be more volatility happening. With can we can we retain the drivers that are working for us? I think that's what we've heard from the small fleet. Yeah, it's a it is a crazy crazy market um so you did your your ride-alongs is this a new experience for you is this the first time you've done it it was it was so, so I, I, um, I think i did, I think my, I did first my first one, one in, in the fall, in the fall. Oh, yeah, oh yeah last summer summer we hauled we hauled 14,000 pounds, pounds of, bread, of bread which was, which was very, very exciting. lightweight load and it's you gout did the whole thing queue out on the 14,000 pounds and actually and you know what's really funny funny we didn't know what i would be hauling um and the team very to our, to our users, users and understand, and understand not just how they not use, how they use product, our product, but just, but just how they think, how they about, think about doing their doing jobs on a daily, daily basis. The more I know about, about how their process information, even if they're riding, riding the better, the better I can lead our teams and helping help to create products, products that, will that will be really, really valuable for them. So, yeah, it's been... It's a really it's a fun. Really I fun. think maybe I think sometimes, sometimes they're some street doing it, but on the other hand, the last one I did, I showed up. And she's, and like, she's your like, your nails look, look really, really nice. nice. Do you have some, some glow to cover? To cover? <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so I'm working so I'm on it. it. <laughs> a couple more trips so those nails will look uh, a little bit. Not, not the same. The same. <laughs> uh, there'll be a meme of you, that whole Taylor Swift. I don't know if you've seen it. Hulk Hogan, Taylor Swift. What you started to add then after of being in the cab. It is a, that is a challenging market. It is a, it is a difficult job. Obviously, drivers are the backbone of this industry and the economy for that matter. Um, what was the one thing you came in that, or perhaps you left with, that really surprised you about the job that you just didn't understand or uh, have an appreciation for uh, that you gained from that experience? Uh, a few, few things. Few things. So, so um, um, one, I think I, I gained a real, real appreciation for what, for what it means to be on the open, on the road. open road. It's where drivers, drivers talk about, about that a lot, and they bring, they bring up this concept, concept of freedom. freedom. And there's something, and there's something about, about being in the cab of the truck where you're, where so, you're so much higher, higher than, than other vehicles. vehicles. Uh, and you have, uh, like, you have this like this panoramic view. Not just the road in front of you, but the whole terrain. There's something about that that invokes this different emotional response. I don't know. I, I guess I got I guess a greater, I got a greater appreciation, appreciation for why, for why people, are people are drawn to, to trucking. trucking. So, so there was that. 
Um, um, and then, and I, then I, the other thing the other that, thing I, really that I really come to appreciate is, is that, that uh, for, uh, a small for a small business owner, I think, owner, I think being a small business owner is demanding regardless of what industry you're in. But they're small business owners while on the road. And that adds a different level of complexity. So the driver, Jerry, was writing a couple weeks ago. She was, she was, this is great. She basically has an in her, in her, <laughs> she has everything, she's everything from, from a mobile, mobile printer, printer to, to full-blown full blown satellite, satellite television. television. She's like, she's anything like, anything I could do for my house, I could do, I could from, do from the cab. Truck, truck, and that's and that's really, really impressive. impressive. She's, she's like, like, I don't, I don't want to pay that at a, a kinkos or have to, have to uh, uh, you, know, you know, figure out where to find Wi-Fi. I run my business, and I have to, I have to run it here, and so I'm well equipped to do which, which I think that, I think that, I think that's really impressive. And again. For, for me, me a leading a company, company that builds that build technology, technology that's meant to, to really, really power, power and enable, enable the small trucker, trucker. That's very, that's very helpful for me to know, me to know what, their what their setup is like, is like right? In the actual, in the actual vehicle. vehicle. So, so uh, there's so, so many learning, learning learnings from these uh, uh, from the from time I spend with truckers. I'm really excited about I think how we'll take not just when I'm learning others than I'm doing we're doing as well. embedded into our product yeah i mean there's literally their it's their mansion on the road and it's you know a lot of these donor on what the truck uh occasionally will show the inside of a cab and it's pretty interesting how drivers have retrofitted this very small space into something that looks pretty you know pretty awesome so i've seen everything from sort of a man cave with the whole sports theme i've seen somebody had a had put a like a almost a hot tub inside the back of the cab I've not figured out how that works. Uh, and others have gotten into gaming and they're gaming and they've set this whole flight simulator up. So it's it's a really interesting sort of experience that a lot of folks just don't have an appreciation for uh, that you can do some really cool things with. So Kendra, one thing I would be remiss to if I didn't, uh, and I'm not going to let you off the hook just yet, but one of the conversations that's really recurring inside the trucking industry uh, and the load boards are getting a lot of pushback. Truck stop is a part of this is related to this double brokering and fraud. And one of the recent frauds that's popped up is a lot of identity theft and, and fake carriers picking up loads and never actually delivering the product. So I'm wondering how is truck stop addressing the fraud that's taking place that does originate through load boards in many cases. How are you guys thinking about addressing that problem? Yeah, yeah. What we've, what seen, we've seen, like like, like, you're, like describing, you're describing, is just, is just I think it's I think probably, it's probably fair, to call fair to call it historic levels, levels of fraudulent, fraudulent activity, activity just, across just across the industry, the industry as, a as a whole. Whether that whether shows, that shows up, up in load boards, boards, whether that shows, whether that shows up in manual processes, other automated systems in the freight space, being just across the board, there's this wave of fraudulent activity that wasn't as present, it wasn't as Wasn't present, present and call it the call it the 2020 2020 2022 time frame. Where we talk, we talk to our, 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 our customers, customers, almost 90 percent of them say, say that they have experienced fraud in the past three to six months. months. And so, and so uh, it really, it really has, has been on, on the rise. 
Um, um, we ourselves, we ourselves have, seen have seen complaints, complaints about, about double brokering, brokering on our, on our platforms, platforms more than double. More than double. Um, um, over, over the past, past let's call it, just, just over the past year, year or, so. or so. We've done, We've done quite, a, quite a few things, things um, in order to, in respond, order to respond to this. To this. So, so we are, we are always, always continuing, continuing to improve our service, service whether that's whether setting, setting up, up making sure that multi-factor authentication is working for all of our customers so that way they can protect and manage their information. A lot of a uh, carrier, carrier impersonation, impersonation happens through content changes. changes. So, so someone getting access, access to someone, someone's credentials, credentials and then going in and changing, changing email addresses, addresses phone numbers, numbers uh, physical, uh, physical addresses, addresses etc. Et et so uh, that's, uh, that's one, one big area, area where, where we really, really um, work, with um, work with our customers, customers to make sure, to make sure that, that their information is as safe as it can be. Um, um, we take it, we so, take it so seriously, actually, actually the rise of the fraudulent activity. activity. Another, thing another thing that we're doing is partnering with, with the FBI, FBI and, and law enforcement agencies from a variety of states. Of state. So, so as, they, as they see the rise, the rise in, in fraudulent, fraudulent activity, activity, us partnering, us partnering together, together to exchange information, information and actually and try to put the bad guys, the bad guys down, down in, in fairness. In fairness. Uh, so uh, there's a whole task force that we created on our truck stop across our truck stop in order to manage the the fraud. So it's something that, so something that we're paying a lot of, a lot of attention to, to um, and, and continue to evolve, evolve the product and the software to be able to, able to mitigate, mitigate the fraud, the fraud before it, it happens. Happen. Do you think you'll take a more active role in getting rid of some of those carriers and really sort of managing? Because that's one of the complaints that we hear often in the market is that the load boards are not policing the activity and really addressing some of the bad actors. Do you think that that's a part of the goals that you guys have for the rest of the year to be more aggressive? It's always, it's always our, goal our goal to make sure, to make sure that, that, um, that, the that the users of our products, of our products are, are who they, who they, they, are. they are. So, in so fact, embedded, embedded into, into the truck stop, stop platform is a continuous vetting process. process. Carriers, Carriers are vetted every time, every time they, they log into, into our platform. And, and brokers are vetted very frequently, so not every day, but on a monthly to quarterly basis for looking at credit scores, MCSA, authority status. Do that, do that, do that continuously for carriers. carriers. So that's, so that's always, always been present, present as part, as part of, of our product and our offering. offering. Like, like I said, like we, take said we take it really seriously. seriously. And then, and then um, um, the work that we've done to help carriers, carriers be really, really vigilant, vigilant about how they protect their information. Their information. So, so to help to them, help them um, be even more, even more secure, secure when it comes, when it comes to, to uh, their credentials, their contact information that are prone for bad actors to find and then Impersonate. So, so those, those the partnerships, partnerships, I think, with our customers, and like the like that across law enforcement, um, will, will we believe we believe certainly help, help to, to continue, continue to keep our customers, customers secure. secure. So, Kendra, this has been you came in from an investment background. You worked at one of the large private equity firms that is invested in tech. What are you seeing right now? What are you hearing right now in terms of a lot of the companies that went out and raised capital? Truckstop is a really unique technology uh, provider in this space in the sense that it was originally bootstrapped. It is profitable and it's still growing. This seems like an opportunity to look at a lot of, to be very opportunistic. How are you guys thinking about potential M&A or just the landscape. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like you said, like you, said stop, 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 you know, we, we are, are in, in a, a unique position. position. I, I always, always tell people, people trucks up, trucks up, it's just a gem of a company. We've been, been around, around for 28 years, years and every single, every one, of single one of those years, we've, we've grown, grown, grown the business and we've been profitable in doing it. And so actually, it means that we're always in an advantageous position. We are always thinking about what does it 
take to deliver, to deliver the, next the next phase, phase of, growth of growth for, for our, business. our business. And, and I think I've, I think said, I've said, this, said this, this, say frequently. this frequently. The good news the good for us news is we've all, all kinds of, of options. options. So, so I think, I think um, um, as, we, as, we, uh, as we go as we forward, forward, you would see you would growth see from us organically and inorganically over time. You would expect from a company of our size. So we are we have the fortune of being in the position to have a number of options. Yeah, it's an exciting story to watch out. Kendra, one last question. I'll let you go. Bold prediction, next five years, what would you sort of think that people are not looking at or thinking about that you think is going to play out in the next five years? Yeah, yeah. one thing I think about constantly, constantly is, is what consolidation will look like, will look like in this space. space. And, and, um, I, don't, I don't. I think about I think it about from a number, number of different, different fronts. fronts. I, think I think we already, already see some, some uh, consolidation, consolidation in, the in the broker space, space right? With, right? with large, large uh, broker uh, M&A taking place. So I think some of that will to happen. I think... I'm not, I'm not concerned, concerned or, or, or what I predict. Consolidation within the space. I just going to make for sappier companies, companies that are flying there. Flying there. I, think there. I think there is a ton of free tech. Of free tech. I really I do. Really there's, do. A there's a lot of, a lot of um, uh, uh, newer, companies newer companies that came in as investments into the sector. So I would fully expect that you start to see some consolidation taking place across the free tech pursuit of being Able, able to provide, to provide single, single panes, panes of glass for our customers. Our customers. I think, I think about this a lot on the carrier side. Again, sitting next to carriers and cabs in their, their truck. They're using, they using so many caps in order, in order to run their run business on a daily, daily basis. basis. Somewhere between, Somewhere between four, and four and ten apps, I think, I think on, on average. average. And I'm doing it's it's a lot of screen-toggling that's taking place. I just think that it's hard for me, especially with a tech um, an, investment um, an investment background. background. It's, hard, it's hard, hard not to see how that does, how that does all consolidate over, over the next five, five years. So, years. That, way, so that way users have, users have better, better experience. experience. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of proliferation. I, I almost wonder, to your point, if we'll see an incumbent, large incumbent, buy some of the newer age digital sort of natives who may have been, have taken on a lot of capital very early on, but their business models have changed. The capital markets have changed. So it's certainly going to be interesting to watch. And then also just the technology providers, you can see consolidation. Uh, to your point, there, you know, one of the things happened in a zero interest rate environment is that technology started popped up for the sake of technology and not necessarily uh, the best thing for the client. So we'll see where all that goes. Uh, it's going to be an interesting time to watch. Kind of really enjoyed the time with you. How can folks reach out to you or your team? Yeah, you yeah, can always, you can find, always us find us at truck.com. Truck 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 you can feel so compelled to so email, email me directly, directly and at truck.com. Well, Kendra, really appreciate it. And hope we'll see you in Cleveland, Ohio at the Future Supply Chain. If you haven't got tickets, uh, get them today. Uh, they are uh, available on the website. We've got a great lineup. We're doing it in Cleveland, Ohio, the home of rock and roll. And we actually have our party at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So it's going to be a really killer time. It's going to bring the thought leaders across the industry. We hope to see you there. Yeah.